Welcome back. Hour two of the Shop Girls on My Talk 1071. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Allie Kaplan. Grant Whitaker is here with me today. Harmony will be back. Don't worry. She sends her regards. Yes. She's doing well. Uh, I'm just here because there's lots away. of fashion to talk about. Uh, I guess. I guess so. There is. There is a lot of fashion to talk about. And we'll get to some of the trends from Fashion Week. But we also want to open the phone lines. We've been out on the road a lot recently, so we haven't had a lot of time to to do this. So 651-641-1071 is our number. If you want to call in, if you have a question, a thought, a concern. Are you recovering uh, from chocolates and golfing? <laughs> <laughs> you, let me think about that. <laughs> yes, I thought you were going to ask if I was recovering from well, Madonna. Well, it looks like maybe you're wearing some new jewelry today. I thought maybe Rustin went to town on Valentine's Day for you. No. No? No. Yeah, so I how wish. was Madonna? Um... Oh, Grant, I have such complicated feelings about it. Oh. Yeah. We'll have um, to talk about those. Yeah. You know, I'd love to hear if you, if you all went. I'm, I'm sure Lori and Julia talked about it earlier this week. I think Jason Matheson was there as well. Everybody was there. Lori, actually, I got a, a text from Julia going, I'll see you tonight at Madonna. I was like, honey, I'm not going. Why did you did you not want to? I have seen Madonna before, and I, I like her. I like her a lot, and I really think she's the bomb. But like I spent this year trying to see different artists, like one of those that I invested in also was Sam Smith this year. I wanted to see what that experience would be like, mm. you know, because I feel like people are loyal mm-hmm. to a lot of our artists that we love. Yeah. And I wanted to give my ticket to somebody else this year. So I did to a couple of different artists, mm-hmm. but I also went and saw Janet. So I had to pick between Janet and Madonna this year. <sighs> you know, those tickets after you do like three or four. Oh, God. I mean, you're Ridiculous. like over a thousand dollars. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it adds up. Um, it was fun. It was um, some of it just doesn't age all that well. I can't. I I love Madonna. Know that I you know, and I loved and I was dancing and singing to all the songs, and it was fun. And you know, I mean, she did a great job. But like, I mean, and I and I love her. <laughs> you know, she said, and this was I think the the most um, impactful moment of the show when she said her greatest act of rebellion is sticking around yeah and i love that and the audience that was there which was not a a a young crowd it was everybody who knew her in the 80s and 90s um agreed and i mean it's true and i do think about that like what that must feel like for her to know that like michael jackson is gone prince is totally we talked i just talked to uh, with friends about this this week exactly yeah and, and she has outlasted, and that's great. And there have been so many stories. There was just a story I was reading this week about, you know, so much movement towards finally, hello, world, you know, understanding that we are living longer and we are aging well and we're yeah. doing our lives are not over after 55. Madonna's 65. Right. And she's out there killing it and looks great. You know, the knees aren't what they were, but she did a great, very clever job of having, she had like knee braces on, but she wore tall boots most of the show. And basically like the boots would just sort of connect to the knee so you couldn't really see. Well, and that's the thing is when you're an artist and you've built your career on moving and dancing and shaking and, and running across stages. I mean, we learned this also from Tina Turner before she passed saying it's done. Yeah. I can't run 
out right. to the audience right, anymore right, like right. I did. And that's the thing. And it's like at a certain point, you decide that you want to do a different type of show. Madonna clearly didn't. She wanted to do the same kind of show yeah. that she would have done 20, 30, 40 years ago. And, you know, it, 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 it works in parts and in other parts, maybe not as much. Yeah, exactly. Well, good to know. Yeah, but yeah. it was it was a fun night and she was very chatty, which I always love. I mean, she was funny and yeah. she talked a lot. She talked to the local audience. She did a Prince song. You probably heard. Yes, I she did. She did an acoustic version of Kiss and talked about all of her memories of being in Minneapolis, not just performing, but hanging out with her friend Prince. Yeah, exactly. So Nice. Yeah. That was nice. That's so sweet. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, we digress. Um, again, if you do want to call us, if you want advice from from Grant, if you want shopping we'll style advice, whatever. Your fashion 651-641-1071 is the number. But let's talk about some of the um big trend takeaways from Fashion Week. We touched on this a little bit last hour with the whole kind of Corporate, right? Corporate coated, corporate chic trousers, jackets, you know, skirt suits. It's amazing. I mean, anything that you're really drawn to, though, that you know that you're like, this is what I've got to go and find. I mean, look, I, I love, I love a good blazer. I love a, a good you know, trouser. So sure, I I can see, you know, doing and and I, you know, maybe not doing the whole thing head to toe, but doing pieces of it. Maybe it's more feminine blouse with these menswear inspired trousers that are coming back. Um, Yeah. But, you know, there are some things, though, like because, you know, I also, you know, we I think of clients, I think of how we have to style. I think about the shows as well that I have to style and making my own trends a lot of times. Mm hmm. But, you know, I think one standout thing that I think is really unique is like there's a blue cut like leather long, almost below the knee long skirt with a little split in it. Okay. Like, I feel like that's something that I know anyone could wear. Do you know what? uh, What the brand brand is? Yeah. Yeah, Let's look at this right now. I'm looking literally. It's Tory Burch. I mean, and that's the thing, too. Like, it's so classic and they've got it paired with like like a camel turtleneck sweater. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's those pops of colors and those things that I think do because re- trends really do come and go all the time. Yeah. But it's the color aspects of things, the patterns, the cuts. Those are the things that I think you always have to look at when you're looking at those new statements. Right. Um, so this is kind of interesting. We know that the whole mob wife thing has been trending yeah. on TikTok and <clears throat> as a result of various um, television shows and movies, <laughs> but it was out on the runway. So this look is not going away. This is fall 2024. Big, you know, fur coats yeah. and um, just a lot of opulence and kind of the whole bigger is better idea. And almost that black and gold like prom trend <laughs> that you turn mm-hmm. into like an evening gown. Yeah. You know, that's yeah. kind of fun to see, too. I but mean, there's so much gold. A lot of faux fur. A yes. lot of faux fur. Um, the pencil skirt. Yes. I mean, haven't worn one of those. In... Well, and that's what I mean. Like, think about that in a leather and a yeah. color. That would be so unique and different. Yes. Yeah, so a lot of pencil skirts coming back. Um, you'll be glad to know that um, sweatpants, joggers, that whole thing not going away. No. Um, brands are trying to put another new spin on kind of cozy, cozy loungewear chic. And I think that's a result of the fact that none of us will give it up. Right. But I also like how like they've they've called that one trend 
corporate coded, Mm -hmm. but they're showing it also with kind of like a very relaxed athleisure pant with like a blazer and a turtleneck. I mean, that's kind of fun, too, where you can kind of mix and match and dress it up a little bit. Yes, um, definitely. And as you said, gold, lots of gold. Oh, my God. So, So much of it. I mean, and that and orange. Yeah. Oh, my God. There's so much orange. Yeah. Like what a great color, though. People shy away from it at times, but it can become such a great neutral. Right. Another big um, accessory that um, got a lot of mileage at Fashion Week was, you know, we've been doing charm bracelets and layering on charms. But the idea of doing kind of a charm handbag coach is doing this in a big way with these handbags dripping with like. Everything from literally a mug to a statue of oh, literally yeah. ridiculously sized. I'd, I mean, I don't know how practical this is to right. carry around, but it definitely makes a statement. But on that same token of thinking charms, I mean, like me sending you that article about tiny glasses. Yes, let's talk about that. Well, it's so weird that that seems to be like the trend that people are going after right now. And there's so many pictures of so many stars And these, like, weird, tiny glasses. Well, Doja Cat did it at the Grammys with her, you know, very uh, risque look. That's actually why I sent you the article. But then wearing these sort of, like, half-frame, you know, librarian-type readers. Yeah. Um, Yeah, it's funny. Uh, Vox said the hottest accessory is sold at CVS. The hottest accessory of the season. Yeah, this is a definite, like, this librarian chic Thing. They have so many. There's there's a couple of titles that we would not want to say on the air for these glasses. <laughs> okay. But then there are some, I mean, like there's one that's like really, you'd have to read the article, pretty funny. But like I also like how they called it the frazzled English woman. Mm-hmm. You know, so like it's this strange trend. But so many stars in these glasses and they are really cute. Well, I think that this is going to validate my husband, who has been wearing ugly readers and very proudly. And so now he'll just uh, say that they're in style. So enjoy the moment while it lasts. Well, and like Renee Rapp is like in this photo with like a champagne bottle with her little tiny glasses. So I'm smart, but I'm drinking my champagne. There you go. Yes. Well, you know, it it all it's always about trying to find something new and there just aren't that many different things. So it all I do it all the time. Every time I go pull a coat, I'm thinking of a new style and a new trend. There you go. Yes. When we get back, we'll have a tech report later this hour. We're going to talk about um, auctions and vintage and much more coming up. So don't go away. We'll be right back. Some subscriptions just aren't for you. Honey, when do we subscribe to Potato Lovers Weekly? Cat Lady Today? Mold of the Month Club? The New York Mimes? But when you become a member at the YMCA in February, you can get a personal training subscription that is right for you. Plus, Y members gain access to virtual Y and group fitness classes. Wait, mediocre mustaches monthly? Subscribe to a healthier lifestyle. Join the Y at ymcanorth.org. You're listening to Shop Girls on My Talk 1071. Thanks for joining us. I'm Allie Kaplan. Grant Whitaker is here with me today. There is a lot of news. AI, video, what is happening? Let's do the tech report. The internet is, is a series of tubes. Time once again for Harmony's Tech Report. Oh, she's probably my mother. She's probably testing out the 
Sora right now. Did mm. you hear about this? I did not. Okay, so from Chat GPT, I did, but I'm playing along. Oh, I see. <laughs> Good job. Oh my god, that was so believable. I was like, doesn't he do his homework? So OpenAI uh, announced this week, and it made headlines everywhere. A new product called Sora, which is text to video AI, meaning you dictate a couple of lines Mm -hmm. and the AI model can produce original videos like a woolly mammoth walking through the snow. You dream it up, you say it, and, and it comes true. Wow. Crazy, right? It is crazy. Yeah. It means you can make your own animation and films at home. Literally. It's like you wake up and say, this is what I dreamt and describe it. And if you need a new cartoon, I'll make it for you. It becomes a video. So, um, you know, I, I, I mean, this is just a tease at this point, not not available to the public, but um, the possibilities seem to be rather endless. You know, a, a turtle riding a bike, um, you know, Elmo on the runway. I don't know. You dream up whatever you can and there is going to be generative AI that can make it happen. It's an incredible world when you think you know about AI, but then like I have someone that I've gotten to know and- who really is working in the sphere of things Mm -hmm. and they keep showing me examples and it's incredible where the information, the quality, the context, all of those things come from. Yeah. I I mean, it's really imaginative. So OpenAI teased this out saying we're not making this model broadly available in our products anytime soon. Right now, this is about research and gaining early feedback from others. But they wanted all of us to know that they at OpenAI are teaching AI to understand and simulate the physical world in motion with the goal of training models to help people solve problems that require real world interaction. Hmm. I don't know. I mean, that's where I get, you know, and I mean, I guess maybe I'm just not an evolved enough being to understand it, but like how this, you, you can imagine thing, you know, funny things that you could dream up and turn into video, but like, how does this help the world? I don't know. I don't know I either. No, because trying. the truth is also what's coming into AI are original ideas that came from humans, right? You know, right. So yeah, I, I mean, anyway, it's all the talk and um, lots of funny, you know, scenes where they tried different prompts that are kind of like like OpenAI released one that's an animated scene features a close up of a short fluffy monster kneeling beside a melting red candle, art in the style of 3D and realistic. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, it works. I guess. I guess. Here's something that might actually be more applicable to your life. Do you know about the trendy new phone case? Let me see your phone case. Hold it up. Hold it up. Mine's kind of... Mm, Nope. Sorry, Grant. You know what you don't have? You know what? You don't have square edges. Oh. Did you not know? This is what all the kids are doing. Well, I was thinking it might be glitter. No, no, no. We've done that. We've been there. The new status symbol among Gen Z is a square, you know, edged uh, iPhone case. Yes. 
This I'm, tr- is... I'm always trendy. Can't you tell by my coffee cup today? I did notice. Where did you get your Stanley? And how are you? Do you think you're getting bulging biceps just for carrying that thing around? Well, and it's in such a beautiful color, isn't it? It is. Did you see the the slogan, the branding on the other I side? I see. Of course, it's from a modeling agency. Of course. Karen's Models is doing the Stanley. Look how beautiful. <laughs> But it's so funny because, it, you know, here we are talking technology, but it really always comes back to the trend. Yeah. Well, apparently, and I didn't even know this, but several months ago, Taylor Swift showed up on TikTok holding up a square angled phone case and the world went crazy for it. And now all of the young people who never held a cassette tape in their hand, that's what it reminds me of. Or, you know, anything, I guess, you know, the 90s were more square, were a lot more curvy today. But I guess um, it's right in line with 80s and 90s fashion coming back among people who didn't live through it. Well, with all this pushing (laughs) a product that Taylor Swift seems to do, maybe she should just turn herself into her own AI business. I don't know, but um, there's a brand called Coco Me. Coco Me is doing these squared phone cases. All I'm saying is that's not going to easily slide into your pocket. How much does it cost? Mm, I don't see a price. I'm sure it's very cheap. It'll be available at all prices. I mean, it's I just like I can't worry about trends with my phone case. Like it's enough to carry this thing around and be able to get it in and out of a bag. I'm sure you'll be the first one to go get it. (laughs) You think so? (laughs) I can't help it. Um, Okay. do you Now, I just want everyone to know. So Mm -hmm. when your kids are, are asking for the new phone case, that's the one. Do you know about the orange peel test? Oh, no. Have you asked your husband to peel an orange? Go home. Okay. And you ask your husband if he could peel an orange for you. He has done that before. Okay. Well, then he's going to pass. This is a TikTok trend. Oh. It is um, apparently the new way (laughs) that people are testing their relationship. Well, I've peeled one for him as well. Well, then you guys are killing it. We are peelers. You are. (laughs) I guess that means that your relationship is solid because this is the new um, TikTok and Instagram measure of whether or not your partner really loves Speaking of an AI movie, The Peelers, all about the (laughs) orange peeling trend. I mean, it's so ridiculous. And yet this is truly a thing. Some influencer did this video where she, you know, had all of us in on this. She was going to ask her husband if he'd peel an orange and he did and now everybody is asking everyone in their lives to peel an orange for them there you go so if this comes up in your world if it comes up in the lunchroom at work you'll know what's really going on you are being tested i love it okay now you know now we're all just a little bit dumber yeah just go home and have a tangerine instead (laughs) all right when we get get back some tips for vintage shopping that's next Welcome back. You're listening to Shop Girls on My Talk 1071. I'm Allie Kaplan with the ultimate shop boy, Grant Whitaker, here today. Grant's been out doing some vintage shopping. You're always bragging about your finds. I but, am. but it really brings up the bigger question of, you know, how do you make good decisions? How do you know if you're getting a good buy and and where to go for these deals? Mm-hmm. You know what I think, Grant? I think what? I think we need an expert. 
We need an expert. Expert. Time now for the shop girls to ask. She really knows what she's talking about. He knows everything. Everything. An actual expert. Yeah. Well, truthfully, today we an have expert. an expert. Yeah, yeah. I have a, a great story to share. I was really excited about going into a store in Hamel, of all places, and walked in one day, found a great table, but lucky enough to come back the next day to make sure that we could fit it in the car. And there I fell upon the owner of not only the store, but Miss Auction, she's going to tell us all about the great finds, all of the great wonders. Um, Kirsten, I, I wanted to make sure it's, your last name is Schwellenbach? <laughs> it's Schwellenbach. Yes. I'm, I like I'm Grant's pronunciation. Sure yeah, yes. he's always showing off like that, Kirsten. <laughs> well, we're so happy to have you today. <laughs> yeah, thanks for joining I'm us. I'm wonderful. Thank you for having me. How long have you had the rusted nail? Uh, the rusted nail, we were actually going into our eighth year. Wow. Okay. So tell us a little bit about the store and how you got into this business. Uh, well, I've been, my mom always joked that I was uh, in the business since I was in a stroller. And we had been looking as far as finding a location, they had a little bit of plans, maybe a couple of years out. And we stumbled across the location in Hamel and fell in love with the town. And we ended up starting at our first location, which was just a block and a half down from where we are presently. And we started the shop, and it has been an amazing, amazing experience. The The people that we've met and the experiences has been truly uh, unique and wonderful. Well, I know Grant was super excited with some of the things he found. Do you have a specific focus? Do you, where, where do you get your merchandise or is that secret? Well, a little bit secret. Um, surprisingly, we do, we have quite a few vendors in the shop. Um, one gentleman, for example, all he deals with is things with drawers. And so we have had some incredible, incredible apothecaries that he has brought in. We just had one that um, just sold, but it was a 120-drawer apothecary that was massive and beautiful. Hmm. Uh, so we get some really unique items, um, but we are always out in the field, you know, looking for the next find for, you know, we we truly look for the unique items, one of a kind. Mm-hmm. What are people looking for right now? What What do you get requests for? I, it can be all over the place, and it depends upon the time of year, of course, too. Uh, you know, now with such a mild winter, we're finding that a lot of the focus is turning towards spring items, much hmm. more lighter in color decor items. Uh, I think people are, are ready to actually break outside uh, as quickly as possible, so... Well, and with being an expert at what you do, I mean, Allie and I were talking about this and I was kind of explaining the store as what I called like a new age kind of antique market, but it's more boutique style and it's very curated. Um, what makes you kind of curate all those different things? You know, you've got this rusted nail, you've got this auction business. What what are those like unique things that you know that you can sell or that people are interested in? I definitely the apothecaries are one of our biggest sellers. Uh, a lot of the handcrafted goods as well. Uh, we carry local, and I do mean truly local maple syrup, local honey. Uh, so a lot of the people are actually looking the more local that they can, you know, support their community as well. 
uh, definitely brings a big draw with that and a lot of repeat customers. So I want to flip it around and talk about the auction side of the business, because I know that you do um, auctions for estates and, and everything else. So from for for the consumer who might want to go to these auctions, how do you find out where do you go? Like what how do you how do you do well at an sure. auction? Because that can be kind of intimidating. Well, the online auctions, a lot of people are, you know, are unfamiliar with the process or maybe a little bit intimidated by it. And it's actually fairly straightforward. Uh, they can go at any time to auctionstudios.com and see any of the current auctions that we have online. Uh, we utilize, there's all different types of auction houses, auction platforms. If you think of a platform, eBay is a platform, Etsy is a platform. Um, we utilize kbed.com. Mm. And with that, um, you know, we have two facets to the business. And one is based, is right in our studios, which is right in Hamel. So we'll do smaller collections, items that can be easily, easily carried by one person. Um, we did a, a large auction with 400 vintage Barbies as an example. Mm. And then uh, the other facet of that is actually doing a full estate. And when we do a full estate, we actually go into the home we photograph, catalog everything in the home, then it goes online for two weeks. And at the end of two weeks, people actually go to that home to pick up their item. I see. Got it. But so are, is this the is this kind of the wave of the future? Like, is it just you don't have to have everybody traipsing through the home to buy? They're still coming to the home. It, Why do people want to do the sale online? You are exactly right. Uh, if you look at a traditional estate sale, for example, uh, you know, it's not out of the question to have a thousand people traipse through the home. Mm-hmm. And more frequently than not, you know, that home is going on the market. Um, you know, mm. either it was, you know, a death in the family or divorce or downsizing. That house is usually going up. And with the auctions, what we're finding, and they especially found it, I think, even more true through COVID, when you were forced to, you either did auctions or you, you just didn't do business. You weren't allowed to do, you know, a traditional estate sale. What they found was is that at the end of the day, there's an awful lot more money in the client's pocket. Hmm. Uh, more of the items sell. So a lot of times when you're looking at an estate sale, and if you're there at the very end, it's like, oh, my goodness, they're they're still left with half of what they started with. And with auctions, it's very minimal that does not sell. Really? At least for, yeah, at least for some dollar amount. And I, I call it the Tom Sawyer effect that, okay, maybe we only had a bid of, let's say, $5 on this item, but somebody paid you to take it away mm-hmm. rather than having to pay for a removal company to come and remove the items that were unsellable. Right, right, right. right. That's a good way of looking at it. I'm just curious, though, when do you lose the the bidding wars when you're doing it online? You know, is it are you less likely to kind of drive up prices because you don't have that in-person exchange? Well, no, in-person is going to be more of a set price, whereas the auctions are actually going to drive up the prices. I see. Uh, considerably. You know, we typically see that, you know, if an auction, most of the time we're going to have it online for two to three weeks, depending upon the size of the auction, the location. And 
you'll see during the first couple of weeks, you know, it's you'll, you'll have bids going, but the majority of that bidding actually happens on that last day. Yeah. And that's when you're going to see the majority of the bidding wars go on. It's actually pretty exciting to actually watch an auction close. Are there any big ones coming up that we should know about for people who love to shop estate sales? They can watch your, your site at auctionstudios.com? Yes, I have. I have one that I am working on right now that has some absolutely incredible art glass that is ranging anything from Victorian to contemporary glass. And then we also have original artwork in that. And we're looking at, you know, vintage oils, uh, signed originals to contemporary artists, very well known. I mean, these are all published artists with that. The um, the glass has been fascinating. I, I think I was a crow in a former life because mm-hmm. I yeah I'm always drawn to it. I don't know why. Uh, and it uh, it's been a really fun auction to put together. We're hoping to have that up within the next couple of weeks. Here, what a fun resource! If you yeah. wanted to, you know, if you can't get out to a sale, you can still shop local, shop vintage. Go by going to auctionstudios.com. What do people usually fight over? What are those like wars that people are bidding over? You know, mid-century is always a strong, strong item. Um, whether it's furniture, decor, or lamps, will always be one that you see typically fought over. I also find that Art Deco pieces can mm. also give it huge draw yeah. as well. Kirsten, I wanted to just ask you also, I know that you accept consignment furniture at Rusted Nail, right? Correct. So, Correct. like, what what are you looking for before I try to, like, haul those big old chairs from my basement <laughs> over to the store? Yeah. Should should I send photos? Are there certain periods? Yeah. Yes. The, um, the best way to start is actually to send us some photos, and they can either text that to 763- Seven seven two four six seven four, and that number is also on um, our both of our websites, which is rustednailmn.com or right. Auction Studios. That same number, and we'll put a link uh, on the on on the Shop Girls page as well for people. Okay, thank you. Um, you know, I'm looking for solid construction is what I'm mainly concerned with. Uh, and that means dovetailed joints, not something that is mass produced chipboard, you know, just kind of disposable furniture, I guess. Mm-hmm. We also carry uh, Wise Owl paint in the shop as well. So we do refinish uh, furniture and we can do custom painting as well, too. So if you have that heirloom piece or that piece that you just love and it's a, it's a nice, heavy, solid wood piece but it's just you know it needs a little bit of refreshing we can certainly take care of that for you as well okay but but good advice to start by sending photos before you bring it over (laughs) yeah yes absolutely and we also buy and consign you know decor items as well and that can be anything from vintage antique to to new as well Okay. Yeah, well, I love good that. stuff. I'm sure Grant will be over again soon. I sure will. it all out. Well, and if you are looking yeah. for something, everything in your store is, like you said, very unique. There's a lot of really great finds, brands that I haven't heard of, new things. I mean, super wonderful curated eye. 
Well, thank you so much. I greatly appreciate that. Yeah. Kirsten, great to talk to you. The store, again, is Rusted Nail. And, of course, um, Auction Studios is their auction site. So check it out. Thanks for all the advice, Kirsten. We appreciate it. You bet. Thank you. All right. We'll be back to wrap up the show right after this. Oh my goodness, here we are already in the final segment of Shop Girls. Thanks for spending some time with us this Saturday. Um, I'm Allie Kaplan. Grant Whitaker's here. And Grant had this really funny, could have been ugly uh, encounter. As you do, your shopping escapades, they get heated at times. They do. So do tell what happened. Oh, it was in so your happy you space. For, yeah, it was the nicest thing that I think anyone could have done. I was at a TJ Maxx. I like to fill up a cart really massively, get in front of a mirror and try a whole bunch of things on. If you bump into Grant at the TJ Maxx, just stay out of his way. <laughs> yeah, That's do, all I'm going to say. <laughs> I, have, um, I have a black belt in shopping. Mm-hmm. So I look in my cart and there's a coat missing. And it was this Moschino Love puffer coat. And I'm like, I couldn't find it. So of course, you had, you had found this coat on the rack, loved it, wanted it, good deal, very good deal. Okay, it was in your cart. You turn around to get something else, go back, it's gone. It's gone. It's gone. So a couple months later, I walk into and, and wait, did you did you think at the time that like someone had taken it? Yes, you did. You you didn't think like, oh, it fell off the top. I'm of like, the somebody cart. took this coat. And I'm like, did you alert the authorities? Well, I'm kind of like, I'm kind of like the Wicked Witch of the West with my cart through the store, looking yeah. for it, searching for it because mm-hmm. I really wanted it. Yeah, and you didn't see it. No, Couldn't and find so it. a couple months later, I walk into a store and there is a gal wearing that coat, yes. and I am like, don't throw up, don't say anything, don't say anything. You knew you were that certain it was your coat from TJ Maxx. So I said, I like your coat. <laughs> and did you get that at TJ Maxx? Yeah. <gasps> I vomit. You took that out of my cart. You told her. I did. Oh my God. She says, I could have, I thought it was like a restocking cart. So, because you had so much stuff. And we talk and we have a great conversation. And she was so lovely and kind. And so then I come back in the store at like a couple of months after that. Back at TJ Maxx. She's wearing the coat again. You wait, you saw her again? Yes. Not at TJ Maxx, back in the same boutique wearing the coat. Oh. So I teased her and said, Are you taunting me with this coat? So sure enough, I get a call from that boutique owner, a friend of ours that we both know at Surgeon Jane. Okay. Says, you have a package here to pick up. And all of a sudden, I'm waiting for this package, and she's bringing the coat to me and says, she knew how much you love this coat. It's here. It's been dry cleaned. She wants you to have it. Oh, my goodness. It was so sweet and so kind, and it says love on it. So I wore it on Valentine's Day. And had to shout out and say thank you for being so sweet and kind. It was such a wonderful gesture. You don't actually just, know who this woman I is. I do. Oh, you do. I you do. do. And okay. yeah, if if she's listening or wants to podcast this, thank you for being such a sweet, kind individual. That was just so warming and loving. That is so cute. It I made, hope it like, fit. It after made all like that. my year. Oh yeah. yes. Okay, good. And it's so cool on me. That is it, so. It was like for me. It was meant for me. Yes. <laughs> Well, did she look good in it too? I she hope. She did, of okay, course. Okay, good. So Sorry, she got yes, a couple. Of course, she did. Yes, it looks <laughs> good. Not on, quite like it you. It looks good on everyone. I'm sure, of course, of course. That's a very sweet story. It really was very cute Thanks. that she yes. did that. So yes. be kind. Give coats away. Give coats to Grant, basically, <laughs> and watch your cart. Um, 
I wanted to mention, we didn't get to this earlier when we were doing retail headlines, that Target, which was in the news last week for redoing the whole Up and Up collection. Yes. Um, I love Up and Up. I, I buy a too. lot of Up and Up products, so yeah. they're just kind of giving that a refresh. But now they're starting another new house private label called Deal Worthy, a new brand with prices starting at $1. Lots of products, too. Yeah, I mean, I'm like, how many household product private label brands do you need? It seems a little, I was surprised only because it it has some of the same things that you find in Up and Up, laundry detergent, household items. Um, I guess this maybe goes beyond what they what they do with Up and Up. I mean, everything from socks and underwear, um, like more than 400 products, all private label and prices, you know, uh, one ninety nine cents for two toothbrushes. And what they're um, saying is I, it's hard for consumers to shop and find great prices right now. Yes. So I think the more right. I mean, this is this is kind of a sweet spot of Target to make affordable things look. The packaging looks cool. It looks stylish, but the prices are really good. So I'll have to try a couple of those. out. Yeah. See how that compares to the up and up. Um, also, we've been telling you about IKEA doing this pop up at uh, we Rosedale. Just about this. It just yeah. opened. Yeah, it just yeah. opened this week. So let Did us you know. know that this was going to open here. Um, yeah. Well, yes. The signs went up of uh, several weeks ago, and we at first we were like. Hmm. What? Ikea because we had just Rosedale. covered the fact that they were going to do these new pop-ups. Yes, exactly. So that's what they're doing. More of a grab-and-go focus, of course. Right. But if you would, if you fantasize about having an Ikea experience where you don't get trapped in the maze and it doesn't take four hours, go over and check out the pop-up Wear store. Wear your blue and yellow. Yes. It's, o- <laughs> it's, only, um, it's only supposed to be there for six months, so we'll see. Okay. I'm, I'm going to guess that they're testing the market, and if it does really well, you never know. Yeah. Um, and on that note, let's do a couple more steals and deals. Well, I don't know how President's Day weekend got associated with sales, except for maybe saving the Benjamins, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> right. See what I did there? Yeah, I love it. <laughs> Look at you, you little hipster. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, there are a lot of sales. It is a big shopping weekend. Not sure that's how President's Day was intended, but nonetheless, it's a long weekend, and a lot of brands are taking advantage. Lululemon among them. Lululemon is doing one of their We Made too much sales where a good selection of items more than 50% off J crew is doing a pulling a Nordstrom. They're doing a pre spring sale where they put new merchandise on sale ahead of the game. 30% off at J crew. Not that it's unusual for them to do a 30% off store wide Um, Nordstrom. Also, this one's getting a lot of, a lot of hype. Nordstrom is doing a big president's day sale with 55% off and more. Um, Amazon is doing a an Amazon secret sale. Oh, not quite sure what is secret about it. You get except, your prime on time. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I guess so. Um, good deals on denim and more um, jeans. Um, a lot of you know name brands. They do still. Do you know that they sell Gloria Vanderbilt jeans at Nordstrom? No, at, on Amazon. Oh, I for did nineteen dollars. Well, you better go get those. Originally forty eight. Yes. yes. So it's a secret sale, but um, now you know, and lots of denim styles as much as sixty percent off on Amazon. I think I kept like thinking about the preview sale of Nordstrom. <laughs> 
Like, you know. You got a little more excited about I that I did. One. I'm sorry. Well, Nordstrom, likewise, big, big sale there. Um, Wall Street Journal on buy side, which is so useful. They have a whole list of their favorite deals um, for President's Day. That includes travel sets, good discounts, um, shirts, uh, uh, blazers, J. Crew. Again, J. Crew pops up on this one, too. So yeah. it might be a good time to check J. Crew or... Bless shoe, you. I'm going to sneeze. Go out with a sneeze. Um, a lot of good shoe sales as well. So get out there, do some shopping. Yeah, enjoy the sunny weather. Enjoy the weekend. Thanks for joining us.